eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before, and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car, it's not a bus. Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. Welcome to the bandwagon. I'm Kevin Schatz. That's Larry Morgan. Larry, do you have a word, just one word to say? Chitty chitty bang bang? No. Uh, that's it. That's all you get for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> well, it's just I, you threw me there because that's uh, I think hyphenated, but two words. I don't know. Uh, so I, I was I was I thought way too much about it, but uh, that's apparently my catchphrase now. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boy, this boy, this team is soaring like chitty chitty bang bang this season, <laughs> is it? I, you know. I'll hang on to that. <laughs> this is what the people. Boy, that quarterback is uh, an old jalopy like that chitty chitty bang bang. We are the we are the perennial pod, uh, Pollyannas of podcasting. So even just mm-hmm. you know we, this is what we're this is what you're gonna get when you come to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and for anybody who has no reference to what that is, uh, look it up. It's a uh, it's a movie that I grew up with and has become a semi perennial favorite uh, over the years, especially for kids. It's dumb. It's about a flying car uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, kids that are trapped in a cave as slaves. That's how they used to make them in the sixties and seventies. Man, <laughs> this is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, not Pollyanna, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pollyanna is not about a flying car. Um, no, <laughs> the movie. Um, but yes, we are we we are the we are the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting. We this is uh, a lot of what you're going to get when you come to this Ram centric <laughs> podcast, where we no. have ha- yeah yeah qu- question mark at the end, um, where <laughs> after the season that the Rams had finishing five and twelve, um, we've had to do a lot of uh, a lot of being uh, the optimistic ones and being the the. <laughs> The forward thinkers and thinking positively, um, and it's it's not always been easy, has it? Yeah, this is the podcast equivalent of when an NFL game is like a blowout, and the announcers are just trying to find 
anything to talk about. Like they're digging into their research into the like ninth or 10th page. And, you know, hey, here's some interesting trivia about the second string, uh, you know, defensive t- lineman. Uh, did you know that he's a, a crocheter? Yeah, it turns out that, yeah, I mean, it's, if it's, I, if, was that, if they dropped that knowledge, I would be. I, I would be Googling that player like crazy. What? They crochet? Let me learn more about them. This is so interesting. In fact, that is a, yeah, we, this, this may be another, another segment of some sort, but every time I watch football with my sister, which is usually, and she's not a football fan, which is usually only the Super Bowl, she spends the entire game usually fixated on one player because the announcer either said something interesting about them or the player has an interesting name. Same thing happens when we watch the NBA. I remember he, uh, she got into, uh, well, I, I can't remember. Steve Adams, I think his name was, on the Thunder and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Anyways, I'm getting a little off track. My whole point is sometimes that is what people do when they watch football games is they just get into this like, oh, let me learn more about this one player. So maybe we can introduce that one player or one thing to you along the lines as we're, as we're digging deep to, to find something to cover, you know? Yeah, especially in the off season, we just may go, uh, you know, a position by position down the entire roster every week. You're gonna, and you're gonna learn this these, week this team well. <laughs> it's a spotlight on Ben Skaronic. Ben went to so and so university and enjoyed studying philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You know what? That's, I'm, 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 I'm gonna create that bit. Literally uh, taking down know? that idea right now. Literally writing it down. We gotta, we gotta have something to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, as I said, it, w- it it was a rough Ram season. Um, they did finish five and twelve, and. Uh, and you know, throughout the throughout the year, we we had we had things to root for, um, but a lot of just a lot of disappointment. And it's weird because I, I was sort of having this thought before we got on here today, Larry, that we knew it was a we knew it was a bad season, right? But yeah, it never really pretty, pretty early on. <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. We did. I think the 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 best they kind of got was a three and three record, and there was sort of some hope that maybe they would they would uh, turn it around, like the the Jets would turn on and there we'd be off. Um, but it it weirdly never felt like we were a bad team. I don't know if you share that sentiment or not. You know, um, I, you know, I was going to say the exact same thing. It, 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 there there were definitely bad performances. I, I, you know, maybe mediocre team is a kind way of saying yeah. it, but I, I I the the coaches and the players would never say this because they don't they, they tend to kind of shy away from excuses, but there were just a series of negative impacts on the team from the injury standpoint, you know, bad timing, things like that. I don't know how far we would have made it into the playoffs if we had had Stafford and mm-hmm. Cup and, you know, all the other elements in place. Cam Akers not having a meltdown in the middle of the season and 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 just staying strong like he did toward the end. Yeah. You know, if, if everybody had been healthy, would we be a contender again? I don't know, but I think we'd certainly be in the conversation and maybe be even in, in a game this weekend. Yeah, if that were the case. Yeah, I think so too. So I'm glad to hear you kind of share that sentiment. It's it, it, uh, it just sort of felt like it, everything this year was a fluke, and we'll we'll see what happens next year. We'll see. We'll you know we'll have a lot to assess about what the team looks like. 
Um, but all that said, uh, five and 12 record, I, I prepared a couple little, I have a couple little tidbits for you, Larry, that I'm going to post to you in the form of a question. Um, Great. just to kind of put things into perspective for us. Right. So the Rams finished with a five and 12 record. Do you know, Larry, and there's no multiple choice here. I just want to see if you, you know, take a stab at it. What is the worst record the Rams have ever finished with? And I'll, and I'll narrow it down a little bit for you. Um, I'll, I'll, this is since 1978, which is when they started playing 16 games a year. So since right. they started having 16 and now we play 17 games, but what is the worst record a Rams team has ever had since 1978? What do you think? You know, I think, I think this might have actually come up in a previous podcast oh. when we were looking for, when we were looking for positives and <sighs> I think you're right. M- memory has it. Is it, was it something like a three and 13 record was was that it? it? It was even worse than that, Larry. It was oh, even it was, worse. What was it? One in 15. One in 15. Yeah. That's, oh. I knew there wasn't an... Oh. I knew that there, was 78? No, no. Or, well, no. since 78. This was actually in 2009, okay. and it was so fascinating kind of looking oh. through the Rams' history because they had, you know, they had their big Super Bowl win in 99, I believe it was. And, and then they just, they were just bad for the, for most of the late two thousands. Uh, they were Mm -hmm. just a terrible team and they, I think they did have a three and 13 record in that mix. And then they had this one in 15 year in 2009 bonus points. Do you want to guess which team they beat that year? Uh. (laughs) 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 Oh, in 2009, who would have been bad in 2009? Um, um, Oh, I don't know. Uh, Cleveland? Cleveland's a good guess. That, that's that actually a great guess. Uh-huh. And it, the, this will make sense once you hear it. The Detroit Lions. The, Lion, oh, okay. the, the Lions were bad for a long time. They were, the, but the, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Rams were 0-7 going into their game against the Lions that year. And then they beat them. And then they, and then they went and they lost the rest of the game. So, yeah, 1-15 <laughs> is not pretty. So, that makes 5-12 and 12 feel a little bit better. Um, Much better. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, a chance to kind of focus on good Rams history is, do you know what the best record they finished with in that time frame was from 78 on? Oh, no, I have, I, I have no idea out of, out of 16 yeah, or 17 it was, games. It was a season where it was 16 games. I'm going to guess, I'm going to say 12 and four. Yeah. Even better than that. Even better than oh. that. They finished 14 and two. In oh, yeah, okay. in, in 2001, and and I, I, it's so funny because like you know I, I've been open in this podcast that I, it's 
I have not been a Rams fan my entire life. I've been a Rams fan since right. they moved back, you know? And so, yes. Yeah, 2016. I, yeah, exactly. And so I, I kind of forgot. I knew that they won the Super Bowl with, with Kurt Warner. I forgot that they made a second one and lost to the Patriots. Like, I, I think right. I knew yes. I knew that, but it, it's not like a thing that comes to my mind immediately. So the year that they lost the Super Bowl, which was 2000, the 2001 season, they went 14-2. and two. Um, and made the Super Bowl. But the year that they did win the Super Bowl, they were 13 and three. So they were, they were almost as good just with one more loss. Um, wow. so yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, there's a certain, again, as I, as you, if you were to watch a, if you were to uh, put it in like a, a graph of the, of the Ram seasons, there was this peak in the late nineties, early two thousands, then the, just this big tank throughout the, throughout the, the 2000s and then you know the Sean McVay era gets rushed, ushered in and and we're on this nice little peak with this one little drop down this year <laughs> 5 and 12 and I yeah. I hope in the history of things this that will just be a, a weird little a weird little glitch um, yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully, uh, again, we talked last week, last episode or whenever, we, uh, you know, time is a blur to me. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had electricity and I, I don't know when we talked and for how long we you talked. Went back to the 1800s. But, uh, yes. <laughs> we really don't know what the history of this team is going to look like uh, I- over the next few months in terms of what the future holds, uh, w- what pieces are going to be in place, uh, who's going to be in charge, that sort of thing. So yeah. um, it could be very much a a a kind of rebuilding period while we're trying to figure out how we can get players and how we can get the right culture back and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't become that much of a just toss it up in the air and start over thing. I would I, I would know. hate to see that happen because I think there are so many good pieces in place it would be great if everybody felt motivated to come back and 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 build it back up again with with what they got. So yeah, and I'm anyway. I am not rooting for this, but if it is if it is a terrible rebuild that we have to go through, then at least us as podcasters can be rooting for uh, for tying and or breaking that one in fifteen record. You know, maybe that that will be the history that we will be we will be uh, keeping an eye on. Um, yeah. Hey, we'll be celebrating. Hey, we got two wins. Hey, we got three wins. It. It's every every win will be precious yeah. to us. And, and yeah. in in that vein, I did uh, I did when you had to when you got kicked out of the coffee shop last episode. Which, if you did not hear that, you should go back and listen to that episode because it was great. <laughs> uh, I I went on and rambled for a little bit while once you left. And um, one thing that I celebrated was that we did not finish last place this year. We did we did beat right. the Arizona Cardinals. I forget if I had mentioned that before that episode, but yeah, we did. We did finish not last, so uh, so we met our, yes. our our Christmas dream. Um, I do yeah, have, and we were trying, we were trying to get to last place. We worked we, real hard to get there, but Arizona just tried a little, little bit, bit harder. harder. Yeah, and, and mad props <laughs> to them; they should be commended for that effort. Uh, I I have one last sort of history uh, history thing here for you because throughout the year there was a lot of talk about um, is this the worst defending Super Bowl champ performance. It's been, it's been said, oh, this is one of the worst. Do you know what the worst Super Bowl uh, defending champion season was uh, prior prior to this year? What, what was the record that we were trying to avoid? The worst defending Super Bowl champion record yeah. the following year. Yeah. I, I feel like I've probably heard of it before, but nothing, nothing is popping into my head. And I'm thinking kind of a one and done team, like, you know, a team that doesn't 
isn't a perennial playoff yeah. contender and and just kind of had a magical season, but I'm just I'm not placing it. I don't know yeah. if it's like a Buccaneers. Uh, I don't know. That, I don't know. That's a good guess. They actually are on the list. In fact, the 2003 Buccaneers had the fifth worst. They finished seven and nine after the, they beat the Raiders yeah. in the Super Bowl in 02, I believe it was. In 03, they weren't good. Uh, the worst yeah, record, that, I don't know why it's a 15-game record. I don't know what happened to the 16th game, but it was the New York Giants of 87. They finished six and ooh. nine. Um and and if you're doing the math right now, I don't know if you've seen this headline, but the Rams <laughs> are now officially the worst mm. defending Super Bowl champion team. Uh, so so they Oof. they we have that place in history, and I think that's sort of going back to my point why I was thinking like it doesn't feel like they're this terrible team. It's just it was just a terrible year, and um, a lot of these teams that are on the like top five list, and there's nothing really noteworthy. I mean, the Niners are on there, the Redskins, the Raiders. But they, most of these teams were teams that actually were pretty good, had an off year, and then came back and had a winning season. So it's just, right, for, so right. I'm hoping that is the trend that, that the Rams are on right now. Yeah. You know, you also got to think about any team that actually makes it all the way to the, to the Super Bowl. They have played several more games than every other team yep. in the league. And that takes its toll. And also, these are all games that are do or die. They are elimination games. So uh, every player is is pushing to his maximum potential every game. Oh, yeah. And that is a strain. That is a stress that may have a little something to do with Somebody like Stafford, who, you know, might have come in just not as healthy or not as strong as, uh, you know, he normally would be in a, a regular season. Uh, it it takes a lot out of you to to put in that kind of effort. So it's not surprising to see a bit of a dip going into the following season and then maybe coming back stronger when you get some rest. Um, yeah, I, I would love to think that's the case. And again, I'm hoping that the core of this team stays intact because I think there is something pretty special about the, 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 the parts. Mm -hmm. uh, we did just lose our offensive coordinator, oh, uh, which that. is, uh, yeah, uh, off to Kentucky to do the same oh. job there. Uh, was it, he, it, basically Sean McVay is saying to all his assistants, yeah, yeah feel free to entertain the job <laughs> offers anywhere else. That's not a good sign. That's uh, not a great <laughs> sign. Yeah. Yeah, but also good for look, you know it, from a human standpoint. It's like I, I love seeing p human beings do what's best for them in their lives and find good opportunities. As as a Rams fan, I'm like, no, stay with us. But uh, you know, good, good, yeah, good for them. I think that's his. I think that's his attitude. He probably tried very hard to keep as many people as possible from the the you know makeup of of the previous season. But mm -hmm. you know, he also knows that they have to take advantage of the good reputation that they still have, even after a rough season, that may be uh, coming on the heels of a Super Bowl championship, that they still have some cachet somewhere else. And if they can find a position that, that moves them up a little bit, you know, I don't know if taking the same position at University of Kentucky is necessarily yeah, a move up, but yeah. I don't know. There was maybe, something, maybe something appealing about it. He likes bluegrass. <laughs> well, look, uh, Kevin, uh, now that we have, uh, I've done the research, Kevin, and it turns out that the Rams have been <laughs> Mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. <clears throat> Thank you for doing that deep dive. I, yeah, I just wanted to confirm that is the case. I am prepared to go out on a limb and actually hear on the podcast for all the world to hear. I am prepared to predict the 
Super Bowl winner. And I feel very confident looking at the teams, doing the research, kind of using my own, uh, you know, refined instincts that I think I've I've got it nailed. That's a, this is a bold okay. step, man. Very brave. Hold I on, admire on. you, Kevin. Shh, Kevin. 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 All right. This is where I'm gonna I'm gonna do several predictions here. Okay, mm-hmm. and you can feel free to react, like confirm them. You know, yeah. so that way, when we actually do have a Super Bowl winner, <laughs> you can isolate these sections of the audio and the video and put them on social and we will look like geniuses. Okay. We're going to be prophets. Yeah. We're going to be, yeah. Prophetic. Yeah. All right. So here is my first, I blew it. I don't want to say first. Never mind. Cut that out. (laughs) We'll just cut that part out. Yeah. Here is my Super Bowl prediction, Kevin. Oh, wow. Okay. Please do. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. The Kansas city chiefs. Yeah. Now what, what is Kansas city known for? They got their barbecue. They got the blues. They are weirdly located in Missouri, while there's also a Kansas City right across the border in Kansas. That's that's weird. Very strange. Uh, and the Chiefs as a mascot, have we decided if, it, if it's racist or not? Doesn't matter. Not yet. This is the year. This is the year Patrick Mahomes and crew go back to the big game and win it all. Super Bowl prediction. You heard it here. It doesn't sound like a big stretch, but I'm saying Kansas City Chiefs are in. They do it. They pull it off. Strong pick, Larry. Very strong pick. Yes. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. <clears throat> Super Bowl prediction, Bubba. The Buffalo Bills, Kevin. Whoa, yeah. Oh, yeah. poor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, if it weren't for a good football team and those tasty, spicy chicken wings, you would just be another Cleveland, just <laughs> even colder. Uh, but what you do have is an elite level quarterback in the making, uh, a pretty stout defense, sure do. and a fan base. That is just crazy enough to go out in the worst weather on the planet to root on their team. Mm-hmm. Many of them without shirts on. Yes. So I'm saying Buffalo Bills all the way, Super Bowl champion. That's a great pick, Larry Morgan. I, I, I that's probably my Super Bowl pick as well. Um, and 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 I think a lot of people are rooting for the Buffalo Bills, quite frankly. So I don't. I think a lot of people would be happy if your pick became became true. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, now here we get into uh, maybe a little bit uh, off the okay. Well, we have off the favorites. We'll have something. Oh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> the Jacksonville Jaguars, Kevin. Whoa, bold yes. pick, man. Oh, no, I know you heard me. Uh, look, what the hell, Jacksonville? How did you get here? You have a nine and eight regular season record, but somehow got the four seed. Your home stadium <laughs> is, I think, in a swamp. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> There hasn't been a Jaguar found in Florida since prehistoric times, and that's a fact. That's science. You can look that up. Uh, you have a quarterback named Trevor, which, I don't know, just sounds weird to me, Trevor. Trust a Trevor. Uh, and you uh, currently, according to the odds makers, only have a 2.2% chance of winning the big game. But as Dennis Miller would say, grab the controls, point the spaceship straight into the sun. Let's mess some things up. I'm saying it right now. Somehow. 
Jacksonville Jaguars pull out a Super Bowl win. For better or worse, they're your champions. 2.2% does not scare away Larry Morgan or the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. We're making the bold prediction. That's what we're known for here at WTTB. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Here we go. Next. I am picking the Philadelphia Eagles to go all the way. Good pick. Kevin, there is something about this gritty working class team in a city of gritty working class people who are more than happy to boo their own team, even if they're in the lead, just because they miss an extra point. That's the kind of fan base. This is the fan base that threw batteries at Santa Claus once. (laughs) This is the city that puts cheese whiz on a sandwich and considers that a regional delicacy. This is a city that pronounces the word water, wooter. What the hell is that? I don't know. know Is that even English? What is it? And because uh, that's where the president of our company is located, and if you don't think I suck up at every chance I get, you're crazy, I say, let's go, birds! (laughs) Philadelphia Eagles. Your Super Bowl champions. Fly Eagles, fly, baby. I think is the maybe one of the things that they say when they root for them. And I, yeah, what, what, what a great pick, Larry. Yes, uh, hello, President of Odyssey. Yeah, go Eagles. <laughs> All right. Okay, Kevin, I, I'm realizing now I've got like 10 more of these uh, since there are 14 teams. So maybe we, uh, just to save time, we push some off until later episodes. Sure. Just because uh, we're we're running along here as it is. So uh, just, you know, bank these. Yes. Uh, uh, if I'll, any of those I'll teams, save the rest for... Uh, if they get eliminated along the way, then we'll be like, okay, well, we better record that. We better get the we better get the Buccaneers yeah. one in while we have a chance, you know. Fingers yeah, crossed exactly. that does I not mean, happen. We'll, we'll know... We'll know a little bit more. Actually, I'll be able to cut down some of those after this weekend because uh, it is uh, yeah. a, a super wild card weekend. It is. Kevin, are you geared up? Are you? Is there a team you're rooting for? Have you kind of honed in? We talked about this once before, but have you kind of honed in on a team you, you kind of like to see you know, do well or a couple of them? Yeah, you know, um, I, well, it, it does make me almost want to pose a question to you that I that I posed when I was solo is, and we've kind of talked about it before, is whether whether we should be rooting for the Chargers as an LA team. And I, all I know is that is the one game this weekend that I'm looking the most forward to, which ironically, it's probably one of the least uh, build games because it's it's Chargers Jaguars not the sexiest of teams in the world playing each other but I I'm looking forward to that game just as an LA person and and I think what that is telling me is yeah I'm definitely rooting for the Chargers now from a realistic standpoint I don't I don't think the Chargers are going to go that far um, if they do, I'm not going to take that clip and air it all over the place because uh, <laughs> because I would love to see them go far. So I think I'm rooting for the Chargers, but I got to yeah. be honest, and maybe I'm just swept up in in you know sort of the the heart and compassion behind the story. But I, I would love to see the Bills do well. I would love to see the Bills Bills make it. I mean, I know they're kind of a rival to the Rams in some ways because they were both heavy hitters last year, and um, but I think Josh Allen is a is a is a great quarterback, a stand up guy. I think I I think there's something compelling about the Bills having lost four Super Bowls in a row in the '90s. Um, to, so just even to see them make it, it would just be compelling to see: Are they going to lose yeah. again, or are they going to win? So yeah, and and the whole Demar Hamlin story yeah. is, is is so dramatic, and I think there's so much emotion behind that. I agree with you on both of those. I actually have gotten uh, very 
interested in seeing the Chargers do well. I, I think it would be nice for that franchise to actually have a good season. Yep. I do think they could get past the Jaguars. I do have my Chargers prediction uh, prepared for maybe later <laughs> on once they make it past this weekend. It has a lot to do with the powder blue uniforms. Yes. Something about that seems very soothing and calming to me. It makes me feel very at ease with them. I, I don't want to tip my hand on that. But I agree with you. I'm, I, I would love to see for the city of Los Angeles and to have like that continuing sense of this is a city of champions because we've had that with the Lakers. We've done well with the Clippers. We've won, you know, uh, uh, NHL championships yeah. with the you know we've there have been times when all teams have been successful or fairly successful it would be kind of great to have the chargers maybe build their ban- fan base i would i i think that just helps the city of los angeles have uh, uh more opportunities to to watch great teams play so oh, yeah. i'm with you on that i don't consider them such a dreaded rival at this point uh that uh, that i'm that you know i'm i'm bringing out the hate for the Chargers. So I'm with you on that. And the Bills is a great story yeah. as well. So yeah, I, I'd be good with either one of those. Yeah, I think I think it would be I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch. And and uh, I'm kind of it's weird because I, you know, the term little brother is not a necessarily a, a positive term, right? But it, it, that's sort of what the Chargers feel like in the city and almost not even little, they just sort of feel like a brother. They, they feel like it's, it's not quite Laker Clipper because there's not that history of, of there's not such a long history of one team being good and the other being bad. It's, it's almost like, Hey Rams, you had your turn this year. Now the Chargers get their turn this year. And so um, we'll see. It's a, I, I agree with you on the assessment that I think they're going to get past the Jaguars, but uh, I think anything after that is going to be a, a real, uh, a real test. I mean, God, you got some, good teams over there with the chiefs and the bills and it's uh the the Bengals. i mean there's some there's some tough teams to get through in the afc so um we'll see i am very excited though i will say i am very excited i i before i was a rams fan um i didn't follow the season as closely as i'm as we've been following it now but when the when the playoffs rolled around i always got very involved and so i'm i am looking forward to seeing what uh what unfolds yeah uh, one thing I will mention, and this is coming from the uh, conspiracy theory department, oh. if the Chiefs do make the Super Bowl, there will be someone somewhere who will tout the theory that because it's being played at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, that they pulled some strings to make sure that their <laughs> State Farm insurance spokesman got to play in the game. I, I guarantee you that's going to come up. So just be prepared. We will be on conspiracy yes. watch as that gets closer. That, so. is, that is Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the Chiefs, for those who don't know. And those, those mm-hmm. the, A, the State Farm commercials are very funny, but B, I've I'm going to contradict myself immediately and say that some of the, some (laughs) of the ones that they do, they have, they have this campaign going right now, which is like, uh, well, nah, there's a funny, like Andy Reid is painting mustaches on people and there's a, wow. I just realized Andy Reid is the coach is the, that, that one is hilarious. And I I can't even think of the whole premise. Maybe I shouldn't have brought this up. (laughs) Uh, the, the premise being like, um, I do these really crazy weird things. And some of the crazy weird things in these commercials, I'm like, that's not that bizarre, which maybe says more about me than anyone else. Like, I'm like, you could, you could get a lot more. You could, you could reveal a lot deeper secrets than that right there. You know? Yeah. Um, Well, I wonder, I mean, uh, uh, going off the, uh, uh, 
hipster uh, personal one, uh, oh, the yeah. guy who smells his own beard after a, a meal. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if you do that with the stash, Kevin. I, Is that uh, that's you know? Do you do you savor the uh, the aroma and uh, the food particles <laughs> of the soup that you just slurped down that has retained itself in the hairs of your mustache? I was I was I don't want I don't want to know the answer. I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> Forget I asked. I realized as it as it as it came out of my mouth, there's no reason for you to answer that. It's it's I'll tell you, it's less that I I I take in the flavor, the smell of it. I literally sometimes put my mustache in my mouth and I can taste the peanut butter and jelly from lunch. So it's more of a taste. It's more of a taste. I literally uh, I, I can't not hear me when I, I said should, I, I didn't want you to tell. I don't know why I'm putting this on public <laughs> record, but I sometimes suck my own mustache. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Thank you, Larry. And on that, that note, this is. All the things we did today, that's the clip we're going to isolate yeah. right there. If my catchphrase is chitty chitty bang bang, yours is sometimes I suck my own mustache. There it is. That's all, folks. <laughs> this is what you get. Welcome to the bandwagon. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with some post-game analysis from Super Wild Card Weekend and uh, seeing how many predictions I've got left to pass along to you. Welcome to the bandwagon. Yeah.